Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or Hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? If I didn't wear a bra when I went out in public, it would cause a freaking scene. And Paula? Jesus, dude, just take the freaking sandwich. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. All right. It's the Ugly Truth. This is episode 109. It is early for us. We are not morning people, but we are recording because that's what we have to do to get the show out. We will do it. I'm afraid to even try it, but I'm going to try it. I've had some coffee, so. (laughs) You're lucky. I, I did. I had half a cup, but that's pretty much it. I have morning voice really bad. And so I've my whole life it's been that way. So it's not like just today. That's why I always hated having any morning appointments or anything like that because I know I walk in looking like I just rolled. I don't look like I rolled out of bed, but I sound like I just rolled out of bed. Yeah. Or I'm a smoker or something. We've never been morning people. It's just not – it's not our thing. And, you know, I've been awake since, you know, 6.30, so I've been awake for three hours. But – yeah. I still sound like I just woke up. Well, producer Deb worked from home today and he had some appointments out. He had to meet somebody for coffee for an interview. Oh. not He's not looking for a job. He's interviewing some prospective right. people. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's a morning person. Like if you and I record kind of late into the week, which we've been doing lately, which, and it's actually been working out, but if he waits a little long to produce the show, right. he will wake up at like 530 in the morning. And he'll come in with coffee and it's like, show's done. And I'm still in bed. Ridiculous. He's, it's weird how, and I'm a hardcore night owl. Like I can be up till midnight, 1 a.m. every night and still wake up and get myself going. But I hate myself because I hate mornings really bad. So, yeah. yeah. So we were up. I was awake at quarter to six because he was tossing and turning because he's used to getting up at five. Every day. So, yeah, I sound like this. And I I probably don't get all of my energy until about 1 (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon. That's what I'm saying. It's like 3 o'clock before I, you know, I feel like I'm fully checked in life. For the day. I think that um, I should have chosen a profession like musician or uh, comedian or something where it's a night shift, you know, where you're up and you're active and you're really alert. That's clearly the job I should have should have chosen for myself i think a swing shift job like if i was like a nurse who had a swing shift Mm -hmm. that would probably be pretty okay for me because i mean i wouldn't class myself as a night owl because by like 10 or 11 i'm pretty ready for bed (laughs) yeah you're blinking i am a lot (laughs) okay so speaking of night owl um i wanted to tell you about this well i had like three things i wanted to tell you today before we got into our outline but i'm just going to tell you this one i pick up my daughter And because the school is so full, there's three grade levels there. There's sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And everybody, you know, where they, where the school is, you really, unless you live there close by where you feel safe having your child walk home, I'd say it's about 3%. Everybody else, and now there's no buses anymore unless you have special needs. So everybody else gets picked up by a car. And so you have to get there. I'd say, well, I get there about 20 minutes early and park so that I can actually not be stuck in traffic getting into the school. Either that or your kid waits 15 minutes after school so that there's no traffic. Right. Now there are, and this has been going on the whole year, there are these three women who are friends and they are likely PTA moms, which like I've said in the past, there's nothing wrong with them. God bless them because if they didn't Life would be a lot more boring at school for children. If and when it was you like, say they are friends, you mean they're friends with each other, not with yes. you. No, they're not friends <laughs> with me. So I wanted to clarify. And there's nothing, like I said, nothing wrong with the PTA mom thing. But they irritate me anyway. 
Like I, I'm fairly vocal about the fact that I don't like the minivan mom, soccer mom thing. I just, I've never liked it. And so these three women, um, they are not fat. They're not fatty PTA moms. They're fairly trim, which is sometimes worse depending on where you are with their little white and pastel pink baseball caps. Um, they, they are runners. They run, they do their, their half, their five K's. And they have the Disneyland stickers, you know, with the family thing on the back. Oh, God. Now, yes, no, I am judging them. I I hate those people. And so they congregate. Now, we all park along this one side of the road of the parking lot because it's, it's premium parking. Now, I get there early so that I can get one of those premium spots. Lately, they've been parking behind me, getting out of their car. And practically leaning on my car, gossiping and talking about their children, their husbands. Yes. And it's like, I got there late one day. And so I was parked kind of farther back and they were out chatting and somehow gravitated towards my vehicle. And they also, one of them got a dog and they're training the dog. So the dog's with them. Good boy. Who's a good boy? You're a good boy. And I'm like, okay, I know that I'm sensitive to women like this. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna ignore them as much as I can. Well, the problem is, is they cackle and they cluck cluck really loud. They're loud. And, and they're they right don't... by you. Right. And so the next day, this is like two days in a row. So the next day I got there extra early and I parked right in the front. I'm literally 10 feet away from where my child's going to come out and get into the vehicle. I never do that. But I did it this time to get away from them. And wouldn't you know, they parked and they were right by my car again. And they're so loud that if I turned up my radio, I couldn't read a book. I couldn't do anything. They're so loud. I was to the point where I wanted to get out of my car. I, I literally had my hand on the handle. I'm like, am I going to be the asshole that gets out of the car and tells these hens to get away from me and to go somewhere else because I have moved three different times to get away from you bitches and you're still by me and you're loud and I don't give a shit about your stupid kids band practice or your husband's job, get away. I was so pissed. And and I'm thinking, but I'm in this alone. This is my own war because they have no, pr- they don't they care. They don't know. In fact, they if you know. got out, they'd be like, what the hell is They'd be like, are you all right? About? <laughs> I know. It's my problem. Shockingly enough, it's not a crime to congregate and talk in, in the street while waiting for your kids to come out. I guess I wish that people would be a little more aware of their presence, but we're in this world now where everybody's entitled to exist in front of oh, everybody. Yes. Yes, and so is. therefore, they no longer give a crap if I got on my car and said, you know, you guys are being incredibly loud and we're here for another 20 minutes. Do you think you could move your little party down to your cars instead of here? But they would look at me like I was the bitch. I'm the asshole. Well, why didn't you get out and join them? <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about getting it going. I I thought about taking a page out of your book going, hi, guys. Hey, what's going on? Oh, what a cute dog. What are we talking about? So, Sherry, how's Richard's job going? Is he still laid off? I was just wondering when your next 5K was. Have you been saving for that Disneyland trip for long, Michelle? You should do it. (laughs) Let let your brain finally, you know, crack and just, you know, go out there. God. Yeah, or just they might clutch you know, their pearls. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, yeah, that'll that'll dry up their panties really quick. So. Yeah, you know what? I just that requires effort, and I just and preface, I'm not jealous. I don't want to be a part of it. Right. This is about impinging my solitude for 20 right. minutes in my car. You just you know? want some silence. You know, I thought about that the other day. I, I bought this book through our Amazon webpage. And I'm dying to read it. I got two pages in yesterday before the cackling began in the car. And I thought, how pathetic is my life that I don't even have time to sit and read a book for half an hour because it's so busy. My life is just so full of errands and things that I can't even sit for five minutes. It's ridiculous that I'm pissed at these strangers because I don't have time to read ever no we'll talk about this later i have brand new furniture i barely get to sit in it because i'm always up doing something well we can talk about it now we bought our couch about a year and a half ago and Mm -hmm. it was a clearance one 
And for whatever reason, it was an, at the time it was a nice couch. I was like dual reclining seats and yeah, I all that stuff. Well, it had springs underneath and the springs started to break and it started poking me right in the butt. Oh my God. And so I'm just like, this is ridiculous. And I already don't have a great back. And so <laughs> right. I, you know, I'm it's just like a like, hillbilly couch. We just have to have a functioning couch. You, yes. You know, we use it too much. And well, so yeah. So I had seen an ad for this place where we actually bought our bedroom set. Mm. And they were offering free vacations to, depending on how much you spent. Okay. So we went down there and they had, and I had seen the picture on the ad. I'm like, they have a really good deal on this dual reclining sofa because we like our, our sofa to recline. Daryl would love a reclining couch, personally, but I would not want that. Why? Is it old to you, old person? No, it just, you know what it is, is in my brain, I've known many people who are, um, they really take advantage of reclining when they watch shows or eat, and it's always <laughs> in a reclining sofa, you're know, reclining lazy boy with their right. their big drink and their clicker and a big plate of food, and I just don't like the idea it's not meant you're not meant to be sedentary for hours on end to the point where you're basically you laying look- down while you're watching television. You I wanna, don't know. You want to have a more glamorous look about your life. Okay. No. <laughs> it's just not my style. That's literally all it is. It's the same reason I don't like red roses. There are reasons why I don't like reclining couches. It's a personal choice. Well, we like them. Yes. And so we went to the furniture store and I don't know about you, but I love furniture stores do you like furniture stores um you know what furniture stores are full of extremes there's the super duper cheap furniture stores where the guys are walking around in pay less shoe source footwear and then there's like the ethan allens of the world where you can't literally afford anything in the store and so i find them a bit intimidating because i i'll go into one that's not very highly rated and i'll walk in and you know listen i've been there i mean daryl and i went to a where quote unquote furniture store that was like a warehouse full to the brim of oak furniture when it was super cheap to buy right and, and i hated it you know i hated it and then you'd go to like an ethan allen or something and you're like why are we here we are so below our pay grade i mean we do not belong in a store like this well we were so, probably somewhere in the middle because well most people are i just have yet to find although i will say there's a couple of furniture stores that i like but we just haven't had the opportunity to go really go in there and buy things right but i can understand how you would like it it's the same reason why i like going car shopping i love going and looking at new cars Oh, yeah. I don't like car <laughs> shopping. No. I do. Because it's possible. <laughs> Usually when I go car shopping, I already know what I want. So, right. I mean, it's there's not, there's not a lot of shopping to be done. I, I'm just like I told you, I, I want this car. Right. So with furniture stores, mm-hmm. everything's just staged so nicely. True. And Gives you good ideas. It was fun to walk around and, and um, you know, just imagine like all the things. And, and I'm just like, man, I'm like, people could really spend a lot of money in here if they wanted to. Oh, yeah. You know, because I mean, if you if you bought everything and then that's how I am. I buy like whole sets. You know, I'm just like, you no, like, I, to, you like I want, the look. I want the whole room. So sure. how much is this? Just to get the whole look. And they do that now. So you can literally go in and say, oh, if you want everything, it's this price. And then you get this and deal. And they do. Right. Mm-hmm. So we found our sofa and love seat set. Mm-hmm. They're a little oversized now that they're in our apartment because we, right. we didn't realize how large they were. Yes, because you don't take an account for the hallway or the entrance into the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> or right. the door, the front door. So if the kids are reclining and we're trying to come in the front door, you're not. You know, just, just <laughs> gently put it down so we can get past or the That's dog funny. can walk through, you know, whatever. Uh, but we figured it's also temporary because we don't plan on living in this apartment forever. And we figure one day we'll have a bigger place. So, right, right. But the big news that we were very excited about <laughs> is, like I said, they were offering vacations to go along with the purchase. And okay. so we won, or not won, but because of what we purchased, we got an all-inclusive five-day cruise of our choice to either... Mexico or mm. the Bahamas and the dates 
that are available because we can't just go any old time. Right. The dates that are available are basically like January, February, and then September, October, November, December. Got it. So it's basically hurricane season. Fabulous. That's available to us. On a boat in the middle of hurricane season. It doesn't include airfare or anything like that, but it does include basically anything on the boat. And, okay. Or, and uh, any taxes we have to pay. So basically you're getting the room and the meals. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about boats. So I, don't I really... understand how you feel I about had no, cruises. You know what? For some reason, I did not know that you were all about the cruise thing. Have you ever done a cruise? No, and I've always wanted to, but I just... There's a lot of bacteria there. Well, there can be. That's a lot of... Uh, breathing the same air of of thousands right. of people. It's like Disneyland. You know, you don't want to be at Disneyland forever. I mean, you think you do. And then by day three, you're like, you know, we've really done all we can do. I mean, everybody has the same discussion, no matter where you are or where you're from. By day, day three or four, you look at each other going, you know, we've done all we can do here. Maybe right. it's time to pack it up. You know, I mean, yeah, I will never go on a cruise personally. I know that there are people, you either love them or you don't. I mean, there's no in-between with people and cruises. Well, I think, so Victor and I were talking about it, and as much as I would love to do the Bahamas, Mm -hmm. I would really love that. It's just not practical. Now, the other one is Mexico, which leaves out of Los Angeles, so we can drive down there. Mm-hmm. And that one goes to Catalina Island, mm-hmm. um, and then it goes to Ensenada, Mexico, the armpit of Mexico. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, and I'm and Daryl is not he's not secretive about it, but that was his honeymoon trip on oh. his, his first marriage, and um, they did the three day cruise out of L.A. Catalina, Ensenada, and then you go, you come back. Right. And I asked him, I go, well, how was it? He goes, well, I don't remember a lot because he was, you know, 21 when he went. But he's like, I do remember Catalina Island being really fun. Ensenada, you're not there long enough. And if you, as long as you stay like really close to the boat, it's all good. Right. But it's really sleazy. I mean, it can be really sleazy. Well, I mean, it can be pretty shady. Yeah. And so we looked on their website and they have onshore excursions. So it's basically like tour groups. Mm-hmm. I keep telling Victor, I'm like, I don't think we should free ball it and go and try and find the flea market ourselves. I think we should go with the tour group. In Ensenada? Yeah. Paula, I wouldn't do anything in Ensenada. <laughs> I wouldn't leave the dock area. I. It's Mexico. It's just... <laughs> It's Mexico. You better eat lots of pudding. Paula, oh my God, don't eat or drink a thing. Of course I won't. You, you know, I mean, I'll bring a bottle of water with me, you but will I mean, die. I know. You will literally, you will be the one that will get the weird parasite and you will come home and you'll make the news because they can't figure out what I'm this not is. Going, okay, for starters, I can't <laughs> eat or drink anything anyway. True. You know, everything has wheat in it. And so I'm pretty <laughs> sure, true. you know, I and I'm pretty sure in Mexico they don't have any gluten-free menus. I don't think they do. And so I, would I imagine no. These cruise ships literally though, I mean, the things that are I don't you couldn't even see everything on them. There's like right. so much to see. They have a casino. Oh well. They have a like a nightclubs. They mm-hmm. have, you know, five star restaurants. Are, are, is this a reputable brand of boat? It's Carnival. Oh, okay. So it is one that we've heard of. Yeah, it's not no, some it's weird... not anything, you know. You just never know. You know, giving away cruises to buy furniture, you just kind of have to question and wonder. Yeah. Well, you know, if cruises on your bucket list, I mean, Godspeed. We're, we're just going to try it. I think we're going to have a fun. I hope I get to watch the children. But, well, that, of course. Okay, and good. so now we just are trying to pick the date. But yeah, we'll probably okay. do the Mexico side. We're really Arriba. excited about the Catalina Island because we'll yeah. do some snorkeling and, you know, look at some fun wildlife. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. 
Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to ugleetruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. I love that movie. I love that movie. So funny. Are we best friends now? Yep. (laughs) What's your favorite dinosaur? Velociraptor. (laughs) You're nuts. I love that movie. So so that was my my, uh, adventure in purchasing furniture and winning a cruise. No more springs in your butt. That's a good thing. Yeah. I hope this one's comfy. It's very comfortable. And and in fact, we've had to institute a new rule because... The day it arrived, literally, the day it arrived, we had barely had it hours. Pablo threw up on it <gasps> twice. What? I don't know why. Why did he And do then that? Olivia spilled um, orange juice all over and, and to where the cup holder was filled halfway with juice. <gasps> I would be, did you institute the no more drinking on the couch oh, yes. rule? Yes. I mean, for God's sake. There is no more eating or drinking. And I was sitting on the couch too, drinking my coffee and, my, and Olivia's like, Mom, is that a cup next to you? And I would like, be like, you better run And I fast. said, I told you that day, I said, unless your name is mom or dad, <laughs> you are not allowed to eat or drink in here. Um, okay. So last week we were talking about the fact that Daryl and I were getting away for yes. the eat for one day to Napa, which is Daryl's little home away from home. He just loves it there so much. And so he was, we, I mean, I was excited too, but he was obviously very excited. So we were going to stay at the MacArthur place, which is a little 64 room hotel and it's ranked number one in Sonoma County or in Sonoma. It's the number one hotel in Sonoma. And oh. one of the reasons I think it is, is because most of the lodging in Sonoma are bed and breakfast. This one is really embodies the Sonoma feel is probably why it's ranked so highly. So we get there and it's beautiful, full of gardens. Everything's great. Now, this was a basically a, a comped room something through his work it was a perk that he received and so Mm -hmm. we were cashing in on it and when he walked in they immediately upgraded us to one of the cottages there's rooms and then there's a couple of cottages that are stand they're kind of standalones and so i didn't obviously tell you when i sent you the picture because i gave you a panoramic picture of the room that that is literally it's like a little house Beautiful hardwood floors, you know, surrounded by gardens, very tranquil. And it's funny, Daryl said, it was really weird. The guy said twice it's our most private cottage. <laughs> I said, I wonder what he was, what are they trying to say? Oh, probably because you look like you're a screamer. <laughs> probably. They're like, look, I just want you to know. One of our more private cottages. Really private. Wink, wink, hint, hint. So it is, I think, the prices aren't listed. You actually have to ask how much those cottages run. But based on the suites, it probably is about eight or 900 a night. I think you're paying for exclusivity and, and privacy. It didn't feel like a $900 room like you would if you were at the Four Seasons or something. Right. That and there's just not a lot of rooms. And so I'm sure they're able to charge with almost whatever they want. If you want to come to Napa and stay, that's your, you will pay that. I never would, but people pop, I mean, clearly people do. The parking lot was full of Teslas and Maseratis and Corvettes, you know, brand new, everything, Mercedes. And I thought, man, we are staying with some very, highfalutin folks yeah a little mustang so you know it was fun i mean we went to and i'll tell i will be telling you about uh the winery we went to during our ugly and awkward moment okay we went to lassiter wines which is john lassiter the founder of pixar the guy who literally created toy story and all the other pixar movies that we all completely love uh he owns a winery he and his wife moved to the napa valley I think about five years before Toy Story came out, and they raised their children in Sonoma. And so, oh, okay. And they loved the whole lifestyle. And so, the wife, his wife, is really into wine. And so, of course, once you have more money than God, you can do it right. And so, they completely did it right. And it's just one of the most pristine wineries. It's very exclusive. You have to like, 
it's all gated off. So when you get there, you have to like press a button and you're like, hello, we're here for the tour. I mean, they're like, oh, yes, Mr. Minor, please. We've been waiting for you. It's very it's like they make you feel like it's super exclusive. Wow. What's really funny is we missed the tour because we got lost because it's in the middle of nowhere and it's behind an elementary school and you would never know. There's not even a road there. So it took us a while to find it. But when we got in, it was really, really nice. They are super nice. And the tour people, uh, the people that were on the tour, they were all members of the wine club. And so they'd been there, done that like a million times. So we sat down and, you know, going through and we're tasting all the wines and everything is very, very good. You can get the idea. It's one of two ways. You're either a huge Disney fan or you're in the business that the Lasseter is in. You you are in animation or you work for Pixar or Disney or something. These people knew what they were talking about. And the, the people in the club, the people that were on the tour were very in the know. And this one dude, he had ordered and they were waiting for him six cases of wine. And he pulled out a Black American Express card. Wow. And he looked like some schlub wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Just kind of like you would never – he was so – not uh, he did not appear to be who he obviously was which is a very wealthy human that's old bunny talking perhaps he was probably not much older than daryl and i and I'm saying but if you've had money for a long time that's what you look like new true. money you can tell when someone has new money lots of bling yeah daryl and i even mentioned that i said man i wish we'd gone on that tour i would have probably found out everything about him and not in a weird like gold digger way just I love hearing stories like, oh, yeah, I worked for Pixar back in the 80s when no one knew who it was and bought a bunch of stock. And yeah, exactly. And now I buy six cases of, you know, $50 wine. And I don't know. It was so was the wine good. Yes, it was very good. And of course, they're pushing the club. All the people like, oh, you have to join. You'll love it. The clam bake is the best. You know, uh, John and his wife show up to everything. They're so friendly. You'll love them. So basically, we're buying a membership to get to know John Lasseter. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I mean, that's really what it is, because it's not like they make a whole bunch of wine. They make like five or six really good ones. And that's what they stick with. So we didn't do it. We didn't join the club. But you didn't. Honestly, we are part of like seven wine clubs and we just don't need another one. (laughs) It's just not. And it wasn't enough, you know. Sure. But we're going to go back because we missed the tour because, like I said, we got lost. So we will go back and do the tour, maybe revisit the club thing again. But And, you know, we got to gossip with the hosts about other wineries in the area, about what's going down with some of the bigger names. And so that was really cool. It was fun. And I had to do all of that. Because of my ugly and awkward moment. And I will tell you about it later when we get, when we get to that. Okay. <laughs> it was so it – was, it was an epic one. It was epic. But you went to the beach. Now, I will say that when you said, we're beach bound, it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. And I'm like, why are you doing that? It's so late. It's like three hours away. Well, I guess in our minds, we somehow believed it was only going to take like two and a half hours. And right. I'm sure if it was just the two of us and we were going, you know, as fast as we wanted with no traffic, it would take two and a half hours. But we were going with the four of us traveling Mm -hmm. and it did not take two and a half hours because literally, I don't know, it was just one of those whimsical thoughts where it's just like, hey, let's go to the beach. It doesn't get dark till like nine. (laughs) Yeah, in July. Yeah. And so we get in the car. We have to stop for gas. We stop stop at the dollar store to get buckets and, sure. you know, all that stuff. And then we had to run back home because I had ripped my pants. What? And so, yeah. I, How did you do that? This is the worst part. We're at the dollar store. And Mom, Olivia says to me, <laughs> Mom, you might want to wear different pants. And she kind of starts <laughs> pointing. And I'm like, what? And I felt and I had a giant rip right up in the butt of my pants. <gasps> And I oh told Victor, God. I'm like, Victor, I'm like, I think my pants are ripped. And so he looked and he's like, oh, he's like, it's not that bad. He's like, oh, you can see your underwear, but like nothing major. <laughs> nothing major? So we had to go back home so I could change my pants. And then. And, and were um, you feeling ugly so you wore sweats or something? No, I don't good. know what I was wearing. But well, I mean, honestly, I didn't care. I mean, they, I didn't even button them. I just put them on because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be sitting in the car with my gut hanging out. So. Oh, <laughs> So we get on the road, and so we finally got to Fairfield, and 
we went to Safeway there, and I don't know what it is, but every time you're in, like, a different area, I don't know why grocery stores are, like, so interesting, because... You're like, oh, what's over they're, here? They're different. Well, and so everything's all, like, granola, like... I thought it would have been normal, but um, <laughs> you're in the Bay Area. Yeah, everything was like Bay Area food, and I'm, so I'm just like, this is weird. I'm like, there's all yeah. these like juice bars and you know all this stuff. So mm-hmm. they decided to go and get sandwiches made at the deli, and so there was a guy ahead of us, and. He's just like, yes, can can you put uh, mayonnaise and mustard? And so the lady's like putting it on. And he's like, what about a salt and pepper? And so they don't have salt and pepper in the shaker. She had to go and get like paper things with salt Ugh. and pepper in them. God, I'm just like ir- getting irritated. And so then she starts to close the sandwich up. And he's like, can you cut them into fours? And I'm just like, Jesus, dude, just take the freaking sandwich. Right? You know? And so she cut them into fours, and then he's like, do you mind wrapping them individually? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And I'm just like. That sounds like the PTA mom thing. And so in my eyes, I was like screaming at him (laughs) because I was just so pissed off. I'm just like, they're sandwiches. The part I couldn't get past, it's not like they were steaks. You know, it's not like it was like ahi tuna or something. I'm like, it's literally like some stupid sandwich you got at Safeway. <laughs> you know? Jeez. And way to, way to wait to ask for all these instructions. You know, way to just do it step by step methodically and just saying, I'd like salt and pepper on it, cut into fours, wrapped individually, thank you very much. And then she could have blown through that and been done in five minutes. But instead, waits for each step to complete before moving on to the next request. And the weird part was is that when we got there, he's like, oh, he's like, you can go around me and go ahead. And I'm like, to what? I'm like, there's one sandwich person. Right. Where where are we going to go? I would be so irritated with that human. Oh, my God. As soon as we got outside, I'm just like, ah! I just had to, like, (laughs) yell. Excuse me while I rip my skin off! God, I just, I can't understand human beings like that. I know. Well, okay, so clock is ticking. You yeah. guys are making all the, you're just casually meandering towards the beach. The sun is setting and I'm just like, I told Victor, I'm like, you know. What were we, you thinking? I'm like, even if we don't make it, because by this point I started to feel like we just weren't going to make it. Yeah. And I said, even if we don't make it, I said, it's still been a fun car ride. And so I was tempted to turn around right there, but. I would have hung that crap up. So then we stopped in Petaluma and mm. I had. stopped again? Jamie, I don't know why. There, It was. There was so much car traffic. Oh, you know what? That's true. We were on total back roads also because Mm -hmm. we were trying to avoid like super heavy traffic. Right. Sometimes it point A to point B, the straight shot, even with traffic is faster than trying to avoid it. I've learned that lesson myself because I would rather to me, I'm like, look, I'd rather be moving than being stuck in traffic, even if it takes longer. And so my map has like the thing on there where it says it's nine minutes slower to go this route, whereas if you go this instead of this right. route. So I thought I was trying to save us some time. In actuality, I probably added, you know, a good 45 minutes to. <laughs> so you, you know. finally get to the beach. So we finally get to the beach. Three days later. Yeah. We're walking and for whatever reason... The three of them decided they were going in. They were going in the water. (gasps) So the little skinny, you know, bathing suit one came back. I'm cold. What a shock. And so she was wrapped up in a towel and blanket and a jacket, you know, shivering, (laughs) trying to warm up her bones. And so there was this guy out there (laughs) who thought he was going to surf. And so I'm like, oh, cool, a surfer. And then... (laughs) It was kind of funny because then I realized I'm like, oh, this guy doesn't really know how to surf. And so oh, no, he was, he was just taught out there and <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. After a while, I just like started ignoring him because I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you're not you're just a mess. I don't yeah, really self-taught, watch self-taught surfing. Fun, fun. And then there's always the people who have, you know, shame that are just like bouncing around in their, you know, skin and bathing suit somewhere okay at least you think it's a bathing suit like from a distance you know and this is the the people i don't understand 
Where do you wear like flesh colored bottoms or something to the beach? Because from a distance, it looks like you've got a navy top and you're you know naked at you're the bottom, naked from the waist down. And so I'm like, okay, I'm like, I've got to look here quickly because do I need to shield my children's eyes or what? I saw a picture of Selena Gomez. She's in Mexico right now vacationing. Uh huh. I saw it. Okay, so yesterday she wore the pink bikini. Today she wore a one piece that was black and flesh colored. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. Okay, so she changed to a different bathing suit. It's this black one piece where it looks like those, you know, those ones in Miami that that the really hot Miami women wear where it's like, what's the point of it calling it a one piece when it's just like this one inch strip of... Oh, the the cutouts. They have like side cutouts. (laughs) Yeah, if you can call it that. It's like this little teeny strip that goes down to this teeny tiny triangle and then a thong. Okay, so she was essentially wearing... It looked like that, but then when you got a really good picture of it, it's flesh-colored everywhere, except for the black. So it was black and flesh-colored, so it looked like one of those Miami suits, but it really wasn't. And, you know, look, she's gained a little weight, apparently. I think that she's gotten sober, and I think that's why she's gotten a little chubby. I didn't think she looked chubby at all. In fact, She's gained 10 pounds. 10 pounds. Yeah, but she's also, like, 5 feet tall. She was a stick forever. And so I think... The, the rumors are rampant about her being like a coke fiend. Oh. I think that she got clean. And that's essentially what happens to people when they get clean is they they, they gain a little weight. Pink has got, gained a little weight as well. I don't target her as a druggie, but maybe she quit drinking or something, you know. Well, and so she's, she's also hit her mid to late 30s too. True, but she's very active, like super active. And she, you know, her kid is five or something i mean he's you know it's not like it's baby weight so yeah, plus she looked rock hard right after she had that baby so you can always tell when people are trying to get their shit together because they tend to you know add a few lbs especially the celebs because they starve themselves for everything you know Do you think so selena gomez had a boob job no i think it's all i think she she's mexican and i think she she's at a healthy weight and you know mexicans get big boobs man yeah, they well, I mean, do. hers aren't. I wouldn't classify as big, but I mean, well, for her, for her height and her, yeah, you know, she just has breasts. Yeah, she's <laughs> so. got she's got boobs and a butt now, by the way, and yeah. it's not flat, which is nice. So anyway, well, I'm glad you guys got to go to the beach. I'm glad you ultimately ended up walking on sand, even if it was sunset. So no, that's it was good. fun. Yeah, you, we got there at five o'clock. I'm well, not maybe next lie. time leave at like ten. You know, we'll have to leave at three in the morning to get there by you oh, know, please. noon. When we had kids your age, we would we we're just like, all right, guys, tomorrow we're going to the beach. Prepare your bags tonight because, you know, we're big beach people. So we have all the equipment already. Right. We would prepack the car. The kids would have their backpacks. They'd have their their travel pillows and their pillow pets and whatever they needed to mm-hmm. get to get by. Everybody had to pee. We're leaving at 930. 1045. We'll be out the door. <laughs> right. We'll be on the road, you know. So if we get to the beach by 1 o'clock, it's a good day. That's pretty much how we looked at it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not easy taking little children to the beach. Even though two and a half or three hours seems like nothing, it's a long-ass trip for a day trip. Well, that's you- just distance. That's, exactly. that doesn't include actual travel time. It's true. <laughs> that is so true. Okay, really quick. I wanted to talk about a few celeb things. Okay. Just a couple. Now, I don't watch Beverly uh, the Real Housewives really anymore, uh, but the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I guess, was pretty shocking this, this season. There was a lot of drama because they added some new women who are, well, they were soap opera queens, so my guess is they're probably pro at shows like this, okay. you know, creating the drama out of nothing. Sure. Anyway, yesterday, Kim Richards, who is Kylie, Kyle Richards' sister, Kim Richards was the Disney darling in the 70s. She did, like, Escape from Witch Mountain and stuff. Oh, okay. She's on the show with her sister, Kyle, um, and they are nieces to Paris Hilton's mom, Kathy. So Paris Hilton is their cousin. Anyway, Kim Richards, she's fairly broken and has made lots of poor decisions in her life, and she has addiction issues, and she's several times gone to rehab for alcohol and drugs and apparently she was arrested yesterday at the beverly beverly hills hotel i don't know uh uh, for being drunk in public and (laughs) she was apparently 
asked to leave and she refused so they called the police and she locked herself in the women's bathroom oh for god's sakes why and not they, just leave gracefully they had to drag her out and they arrested her and i'm thinking it is amazing what an addiction will do to someone my god that's awful I mean, how embarrassing exactly she, she it's got to be mortifying mortifying i mean we're not even famous and if something like that happened to one of us i would be mortified yeah, be a, yeah i mean that's just embarrassing for any human for being. anyone so of course you know the only one they could reach was like adrian maloof from like three seasons ago and she's like my my best wishes to kim and kyle and kathy hilton you know because that's pretty much it jeez suzanne summers there i read there's a little rumor that she might be coming part of the real housewives of beverly hills is she married yeah and she knows yolanda who is married to david foster I guess they're huh. friends. That would be – God, she's older than dirt. She's in her 60s, yeah. But she's a she's the shit still. I mean, well, she's – Well, she's on um, Dancing with the Stars or was. She I was. Don't know. She's still on there. And she – I don't know. It was uncomfortable to watch sometimes. Well, you know, I mean, she's had a little too much injections going on in her face. I always thought she looked a little um, – I don't know. Her face looked weird to me. Well, like it's, there were some issues. Good. There's too much in it. Like, you yeah. know, not enough natural tissue and too much fake tissue. Her eyes have, like, basically, they're they're half open all the time now because there's so much filler in her cheeks and stuff. Yeah. It's weird to me. I mean. But, I mean, she, she's in great shape. She I mean, is I, in good shape. I hope I look that great when I'm 70 or however old she 60s. is. Yeah, I don't know how old she is. I want to say she's our mom's age, but she might be a little bit older. Anyway, so that'll be interesting. Now, yesterday, the Star Wars trailer came out. You know what? I, I am so utterly clueless. Star Wars for what? Is there a new movie? <laughs> yes, there's a new movie coming. This one is great because it is going to include all of the original characters as they're older. So Han Solo, Princess Leia, Luke, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, they've all agreed to come they're back all back. And do it. Okay. Yeah, they're all the originals are back. And it looks like based on the trailer, there's children now. I assume they have children, but it's because if you were a little boy when this movie came out, I think it came out in 78 or something. Mm -hmm. If you were a little boy and you saw this movie and if you're geeky at all, not even geeky, but if you're just into that whole science fiction, you know, like Daryl is hardcore Star Wars fan, like right. big time. And he loves Harrison Ford. He, think, he loves everything he's ever done. And so there are a inordinate amount of my friends male friends who have lost their shit over this trailer it's a teaser trailer it's not even like a full trailer it's like a little mini like just a little huh, huh, you know just a right. little taste it's like it opens christmas day and daryl's like i know what we're doing christmas eve because we're going into the midnight showing with everyone this is like a thing now and he's not alone. I mean, I think everybody, and I'm sure there's women too, but mostly men who grew up with these characters cannot even wait. They're so excited. It's awesome. I I just, I can't even, I don't really? even know. Yeah. Really? I'm see, I'm even excited. Dad no. took us to see Star Wars. Oh, but you weren't born yet. Dad took us to see Star Wars and I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I wasn't – I was actually scared of a lot of it because I was so little, but I do remember it. And I remember thinking that – I think it was the third one with Yoda or something. I mean, I'm not that well-versed into it. But the one good thing I was going to say is that we're going to Comic-Con in July. Mm -hmm. And I, you know that place is – it's oh, going to yeah. be full of Star Wars stuff. And I told her that. That'll be fun. That'll be kind of cool. Oh, my God. It'll be like – well, it'll be like Disneyland <laughs> for him. It'll be amazing. See, the Star Wars thing – I think I saw when they re like released some of the whatever were the more recent ones, but they were supposed to be like the prequels or yes. something like that. I think it was right. like the Phantom Menace or something I, like that. Yeah, I don't get the whole number thing and I don't get the whole prequel stuff. I mean, Daryl can explain to me like a million times. It's like explaining to me the time change. You know, well, I just... I, I went and saw The Phantom Menace with friends and I fell asleep. So, <laughs> I mean, I just. Well, I don't think they're very, I don't think they're guard, regarded as very good. Oh, I, I don't, I think the movies. originals are the best. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think I remember the originals and they were pretty, they were entertaining. I'm just not a sci-fi person. That's just yeah. really what, what it boils down to. I know that when these movies come on TV or, and I would also include the um, Indiana Jones movies, 
Daryl is glued to the television or Tron or any of those movies that he grew up with, essentially, they're on. And I can join in and watch or I can excuse myself and go find something better to do because he is all in. He loves that stuff. And I think most men Daryl's age do. I think it's just one of those things where they're just all in on it and they – I think it evokes childhood memory, like happy childhood memories, and I think that's why it's such a big deal. But I'm excited too. I mean, I I do remember Star Wars as a kid. I just don't, you know, I wasn't like freaking out about it. But I, but uh, I definitely you know saw a lot. you're gonna have to wait in line for like three hours just to wait to see that movie. Um, well, this movie is so big. My guess is there's going to be like ten midnight showings and all at once. It's not going to be like they're nobody's going to be waiting very long to get in. There won't. It won't be like the old days when our kids would wait in line for Harry Potter movies. For hours and hours. I hope not. I'm not doing that. May the force be with you. That's all I have <laughs> Hopefully to say. Hopefully it will be. <laughs> Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, has breast cancer. I heard that. She had the surgery already, which obviously ha- went well, I assume. And it said they caught it super duper early and that she'll she's already had the reconstructive surgery, so no one will even be able to tell, which is good. But I was really surprised. I'm like, man, there's a lot of people who get breast cancer. I was really surprised. I mean, it just goes to show, even if you have small boobs, you can get breast cancer. Oh yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, she you know put it up a couple sizes just for the sake of being right. Able to. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, give me double D's, yo. No, you don't want double D's. Well, I have double D's, wear, but you can't wear anything. It's true. I think fake boobs look different than real boobs. They do. They're and much so, perkier and rounder that's, than that's real That's what boobs. I would want. Really? The f- you want the fake look? Well, I mean, when these ones start to go, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I would love to have in regard to fake breasts, because Daryl would rather he, – he doesn't like the look of fake breasts. Boobs are boobs, though, in, in general. But if he had to choose, he would choose, you know, real. Is that – not having to wear a bra. That would be awesome. I hate wearing bras. I hate them. I don't and wear you... bras anyway. Oh my god, I do. Are you kidding? If I if I didn't wear a bra when I went out in public, it would cause a freaking scene. I can't you can't not wear a bra in public. It just depends. but I mean the places I go are to pick my kids up from school. And well that's so, different. You know and I'm wearing you if and I'm wearing like a sweatshirt or something, so <laughs> no one can tell. But Oh, I think they can tell. You'd be surprised. Maybe. I don't know. The, I'm I just, trying to think. I think I did go to Bel Air one time with a tank top on and no bra. <gasps> Paula. And I felt like, oh, my God, everyone's staring at me. So I w- <laughs> and and some people were, I think. Actually, I'm sure. They were like, because wow, that's brave. It's pretty hippie. But <laughs> one of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth. Okay, well, let's go ahead and talk about our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Yes. So mine is, it's it's a typical, it's it's a quick ugly, but mm-hmm. it's typical. One night last week, I didn't feel like cooking, and so sometimes I'll go to Little Caesars and I'll get like the five dollar take and bake pizzas. Yeah, so I'll get that and some crazy bread, and you know, I put it out, and I'm like, everyone go eat. Yeah. And so Feed. I was coming back and. I got out of my car, had the box, you know, had my purse on my shoulder or whatever, and um, not paying attention to the car parked next to me. I start walking, you know, because I'm thinking already full speed ahead. So I start taking walk steps full speed ahead. All of a sudden, <laughs> I got stopped and I got stabbed in the stomach by the pizza box because... <laughs> 
I didn't realize that I hit the side mirror to the car that was next to me because my car is kind of tall. And the car next to me, which is actually Victor's car, it's like a low little sporty car. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, oh, so I literally like (laughs) gut wrenched myself with the pizza box and, you know, everything on top started sliding around. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So the first thing I do is look up around my apartment to see if anybody saw. And there's there's one of my neighbors. He's on the top balcony and he just kind of waved. I'm like, hello. So I just walked back into the house. You know what? There's always a witness always <laughs> like god but i mean i can't tell you how many times i've stabbed myself or i've shifted myself from <laughs> hitting a side mirror not paying attention to what i'm doing when i was a little kid i think i was like 10 10 i think it was like 10 and we were walking through a parking lot with dad and we were walking briskly because we were late i don't even i think it was to the movies or something maybe mm-hmm. it was star wars and we were walking through the parking lot and I was looking down because I'm kind of a I was kind of a goofy, dorky kind of kid. And so I was always making up things and stories to myself while we were walking or whatever. Right. I looked up and there was a humongous like dually truck with those big, huge uh side mirrors. <laughs> yes. And I walked square into it. I knocked myself down. <laughs> I hit oh it and God. fell. I know. I mean, of I didn't course, hurt Dad's myself. Like, what are you doing? Pay attention. Exactly. God. That's exactly what happened. I mean, he laughed at me first. Sure. And then he's like, come on, pay attention. Look up where you're walking. And I'm like, all right, sorry. Kept walking. But yes, those side mirrors can be deadly to anyone. And if you ever, you know what? If you're ever choking, you know you can run out there with a pizza box. Yeah, really. dislodge any food that's Give stuck. myself the Heimlich. So. That's right. Yeah. That's funny. It just happened. You know, it's it was inevitable. I mean, of I can't. Course. I just don't understand why I can't ever just go from A to B without there being incident. But <laughs> because then then it, then you wouldn't be in us. Just happens. It does. All right. So I know that I've really built up this story to you. We talked yesterday, and I couldn't right. wait to tell you all the week. Story. Yeah, I know. I hope you're not disappointed. But it was so. <laughs> It was so classically ugly that I just couldn't – I think that's why I think it's so great. So we get – we're at Lassiter Wines, and the way this this tour and tasting go is you do the tour of the, of the property, you taste barrel wine and all that crap, and then you go into this room. It looks like a really fancy dining room, and there's a really long table for seating for like 12, and everywhere you – where there's a seat – beautiful like leather chairs you sit down and in front of you is a platter of like cheeses and fruits and and little breads and stuff so that when you taste all of their wines they recommend this cheese with this wine and you do this whole lovely tasting on the side of these platters are these very thick covered booklets with all the information on the winery the club events all this stuff and so on top of that is a eco-friendly pen made out of wood that is clipped onto this booklet so we're sitting there talking they're talking about the wines now i've already clinked my glasses onto these glass platters several times you know right it's, we were late so we're sitting down already you know everybody had already known each other so we were already like hello strangers sorry we're late you know so it's already a little uncomfortable so we're sitting down we've been sitting down for maybe 30 or 40 seconds they pour the first glass of wine they're going on and on about some story about how they why they decided to name this wine what they did and so i'm completely bored already so i turned and i'm like oh pamphlet so i pick up the pamphlet and i take the pen off and i set it down i'm looking through everything i'm like oh boring so because i know i'm not going to take any of this stuff i have it over the platter because i'm trying to clip this eco-friendly pen back to where it was well i keep trying and i'm looking at it now at this point I have it kind of up high because I'm trying to see what I'm doing and there's a lot of stuff in front of me. So I'm clipping this pen and it won't clip. And I'm like, why won't this stupid thing clip? And so I push really hard to get it to clip and I break the pen clip and it goes sailing across the table across three people. Like it literally, the the clip part, it's like it jettisoned across three people's platters and smacked the empty chair on the other side of the table. And it really reminded me of that time that I spit ice out during a meeting. Right. Okay, that's exactly what it was, except this time it was a wood fragment from this pen. It stopped the entire show. Everybody stopped. And I was like, oh, my God. I almost took a woman's eye out with it. Oh, my and God. It, it was like – and it was loud. It wasn't even like it just went ding. It was like pew, like a bullet. 
And so I just, I set everything down and I said, well, sorry, I broke your pen. And so the guy goes, it's okay. And he goes in and he gives me another one. He goes and hands me another one. I said, really, do you really want to hand me? Are you sure that I'm safe with another pen? You want to arm me with another one? I turn and look at Daryl and he's just looking at me. And I mean, the look, of course, is, well, I know where this is going. Yeah, right. I can't wait to tell Paula about this on the show. And I, we just, I'm, first of all, I'm beat red. I have all eyes on me at this point. And I'm laughing because... I know this is so typical of anything. We we can't be taken anywhere without something going on. We're socially awkward. <laughs> We're just incapable of not ha- creating an event wherever we go. And I was just being super earnest about wanting to put things back the way they were because I knew I wasn't going to be taking this material with me. I was just trying really hard to put it back the way it was. And there was so much stuff in front of me. I didn't want to like get it dirty or have cheese on it or anything like that. So I was trying to be really careful. And of course, that's when I broke the pen and almost took out the lady's eye. And I was like, I'm sorry, your name's Karen? She goes, yeah. And I go, I'm really sorry. She goes, it's all right. It missed me. And I'm like, okay, good. I thought you were going to tell me that you like put the pen and the pamphlet in your purse and the guy's going to be like, oh, that's <laughs> to stay here at the table. Like, oh, no. Sorry. Because, you know, I've done that before where I've been to those what are they like candlelight parties or something? And I'm oh, like, I'm catalogs. all writing up in the magazine and everything. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, please return your magazine back to the folder. And I'm like, Oh, Uh-oh. I marked on pages 29 and uh, 41. Sorry. I wrote down smells gross on this. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> didn't know, but I just was like, so then, you know, all eyes are on me and there's these kind smiles like, Oh, you poor, poor little girl. And so ultimately I, because people were kept staring at me, I raised my glass and I'm like, you're welcome for the memory, everyone. Cheers. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I just can't let things lie. Jeez, I know. Just shut up and drink. There has to be a closing Jeez. moment so that we can move on with our lives is basically there's got to be a drop conclusion. drop the mic. It's like, get up and walk out. scene. I hope you enjoyed it, everyone. Good night, everybody. I'm going to buy you for Christmas one of those like um, scene clicker things like, you know. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Jamie, I know Jamie breaks pen. Take one. I know it's so true. I'll give you that one. After that, of course, I felt like I needed to compensate. You know, that was that was essentially the well, ugly you moment. You still but didn't jo- join the wine club, so you didn't feel that bad, right? I didn't, but it was still funny. You know, because now, you know, now people are looking at me like, who is this person, and why is she here? Oh, jeez. We need to know more of this this individual. <laughs> you oh, know, it's like, no. who are you? But anyway, yeah, it was it was quite embarrassed. I was really embarrassed I because be it's like my efforts were honest. It wasn't like I was trying to be difficult. It just happened. Luckily, I didn't break any. Well, I did. I broke the pen. But other than that, and he he slipped it to me like, here, just take this one. I'm like, OK. We just don't blend in. That's the problem. Really don't. No, just, not at we're, all. We're not blenders or mixers. We're. Tornadoes. Just the one person that sticks out. It's true. But, well, what oh, can you well. do? Well, I would say that you won since you nearly took someone's eye out this week. <sighs> Sorry, Karen. I'm gonna have to step it up and uh, bring some bring some of the more uh, awkwardness in the next few weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing things. Well, trust me, as soon as I go on that cruise, <laughs> that whole that whole that whole trip is gonna be an awkward moment. Oh my! God. That might be like a two part series. But I'm trying very hard not to discourage you. I know. You, don't, you don't listen to me anyway. It doesn't matter. I could tell you everything sound and reasonable about why you should go to Ensenada. coming from the person who wants to swim with sharks in the Farallon Islands. I do not want to swim with sharks. I told you this many times. I want to be on the boat. I just want to see. I want to see them live and in person. Trust me. I was the first person to share the article with Victor. Oh, look, <laughs> 200 people got sick on the same boat that we're supposed to be on. And so, <laughs> but the, the good news is, is that I eat gluten-free, so I would not be one of them. But Paula, I'm telling it's, you. It's not about that, though. It's about the, contam- the cross-contamination. You eat one piece of watermelon that's been touched by something or some filthy hand, and it's over for you. It is over for you. It's not going to stop me. I'm doing it. Okay. I'm doing it. And you can't even drink copious amounts of alcohol. I mean, there's I nothing to numb you at all. I hope I you know. have a lot 
of Vicodin when you go because you're going to need something to get I through know, it. I'm going to have to start shopping around my friends or, some, <laughs> you know, people I know. Yes. Well, and then my biggest fear, honestly, is getting seasick. That's my biggest fear is – but I'm going to wear that little patch behind my ear. Okay. I'll try and figure out something. But you I mean, those boats are so huge. I'm really hoping that. And, and how choppy can the Pacific Ocean get? I mean. Probably not that bad. I, someone told me this once when I had asked about a cruise. I didn't want to go on one. I had asked if they had gone on one. And this was years and years ago. And they said, cruises are for the newlywed, the almost dead, and the overfed. Well, we're the overfed. That's yeah, who no, we are. Oh. oh, for heaven's sakes. You know what? Get over yourself. You're not that fat. Well. <laughs> I disagree, but... You know what? We all have our moments where we need to eat more salad. You're the thinnest of the thin in our family. So, I mean... Well, I I mean, okay, I guess I'll take comfort in that. But I mean, it's just... Let me put it to you this way. No matter how beautiful I think you are, if you hate the way you look, then that's all that matters. Because if you... You know what I'm saying? If you don't like the way you look and you're doing something about it to change it or whatever, fine. Yeah. As long as you're not puking and puking up your meals or starving yourself. I Why mean, would I'm I do that? It. They tasted so good going down. <laughs> I know, right? That's ridiculous. Just eat it in moderation. Life's too short. Life is too fucking short to be so concerned about your body that you deprive it of things. Well, and that was one of the reasons why I was glad we weren't going to the Bahamas because I'm just like, <laughs> well, now I don't have to get in any kind of bathing suit shape. Oh, uh, well, you can do what Selena Gomez did. You can fake him out with your flesh-colored suit. There's, there's, there'd be no faking. <laughs> I would be never. Like, what is she wearing? So <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, right, well. well, that's a wrap for this week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Have a fun time this week. Stay safe. Keep your food down. Please. And we'll see you next week. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.